Broadway's dark tonight, a little weaker than I used to be. Broadway's dark tonight, I've got a big old special in a tiny, tiny bag, waiting for my friends to die. (laughs) Blake, Blake Wexler, Blake, Blake, Blake Wexler, this is Blake's Takes For God's Sakes, a podcast that comes out every son of a bitch in Wednesday, And, and I guess today's Wednesday, so I guess that makes you, me, and your family one big son son of a gun, son of a gun, son of a sea crook, my mom has said in the past, and she got that from her mom, which is kind of awesome. I don't know if you have this in your family where um, I am Blake Wexler. <laughs> what if, end of podcast. Um, I don't know if you have this in your family when, um, you know, not even, it's not a colloquialism. It's like weird, not like like old-fashioned swears you know what i mean swearing phrases old swearing phrases have you met my friend oh my favorite whiskey is old swearing phases old swearing faces hmm oh wow that's pretty good um what's pretty good blake don't ask me that freaking question oh um so uh like old you know swears from your family like I know my grandmother, actually, they almost all come from um, my mom's mom. And uh, it was son of a sea crook. Um, she would also say, it's colder than a witch's tit in a brass bra, is a sentence that she would say quite often. Which is, I, it's just one of those phrases that I heard so many times. Like, I wouldn't really, I'm like, oh, it's cold in here. You know, like, that's what I would think as a child. But now as a grown-up, I'm like, that is one of the most colorful phrases I've ever heard. It's colder than a witch's tit in a brass bra. Incredible, right? Incredible. And you're, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening. Oh, not listening. Hey, everybody. You're listening to 96.6 The Frog. You're going to go ribbit, ribbit, ribbit all the way to your lily pad at home, and we want you to take us with you. Eat our jokes up like it's a freaking fly. Take that tongue. Why is your tongue so long? When you can leap so far, that's an evolutionary question I guess I do have as well, is for frogs, small beast, I think we can all, I think no matter what uh, side of the political spectrum that you are on, uh, you would say that a frog is, in terms of beasts, not large, not large at all. Um, However, tongue, as far as tongues go, good lord, tungsten tungsten that's uh what material my wedding ring is going to be made out of um did you know that tungsten hold on let me finish this frog thought because i know i don't want to disappoint anybody and not finish it um tungs wait no what was i saying oh so a frog's tongue quite long now it's interesting if a toad or a frog let's just call it call a frog a frog you know what i'm saying if a frog couldn't leap like if it could only um crawl then i would definitely see the need for a very long tongue that shoots out because the tongue would make up for its lack of uh agility and speed acumen but 
since a frog can also leap, I'm like, well, how? why doesn't it just leap at its prey and catch it that way? Why does it have to, why does it need to have a long tongue? You know? And I don't want you to take, I don't want you to take that right away from them. I, I think they've earned it. However, well, I guess I don't know if they've earned it, but they have it now. They being frogs. Um, it's a curious thought, right? What other animals don't deserve what they have? I think whales, for instance, they're baleen, you know? You know, like, like a, not a killer whale or a sperm whale. Oh, watch your mouth. Um, a, like a large, like a great blue whale. God, are, God, are they great. Make blue whales great again. That's, that's a, what if I sold that as merch? I bet I could, and I bet I would, I could make $30,000 doing it, and I would not take credit for it because I would be so humiliated. Make blue whales great again. Interesting. Do you think I could sell that to Chuck Schumer and the Democratic Party? I bet I, I bet I couldn't. (laughs) I bet, to be honest, I bet I couldn't. Um, so uh what do we got? We got blue whales. Blue whales, so they have baleen, not teeth. Did you know that? It's little um I almost called it what do you straw, sticks, te- toothpicks. Um yeah, like a straw, like a hay. They basically have hay for teeth. And the little krill, which is what they eat, gets stuck in the hay because they just like swim around with their um their mouths open with the hay out. Is what I'm saying correct? You will find out next week on Making a Murderer. Hi, I'm Blake Wexler, and I'm going to be honest, I wasn't paying attention, and I made a murderer by accident. So that fucker's loose, and I hope you find him, because and it is a he. Um, tungsten. No, but what other animals, like, because generally it's, like, not the best of both worlds, right? Like, generally it's like, oh, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. And, like, for instance, a hyena has very high, oh, that's why they, hyena. Oh, I always wondered why a hyena was called that. It's because the women are, they're all, their names are Nina. And when you hear a hyena laughing, they're actually going, hi, 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 Like, that's what they're saying. Hi, Nina. Hi, 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 this podcast has been canceled um not not by the woke movement but um but by uh apple apple has canceled this podcast and spotify has followed suit this podcast is exclusively available on um uh pod boot which is uh, a brand new streaming platform called pod boot and i'm going to be honest it is horribly unreliable um it has bad service, if that makes sense. So you look, the podcast cuts in, <laughs> cuts in and out. Um, it's echoey when you listen to it on Podboot, um, and sometimes it just plays a different podcast than what you're trying to listen to. Which, listen, beggars can't be choosers, but choosers can choose to beg, and that is one of my. And that's I believe Confucio said that Confucius's uh, younger brother who by all accounts, was a fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, welcome. This is how it works. Um, I uh, I basically try to outsmart myself, talk circles around myself for 45 minutes, 40 minutes even, and um, 
and uh, the aud- and those of you who are still hanging on, I appreciate it. And it is, it is, it is, oh, I forgot to say, it, it is Blake's takes, for God's sake, so I could leave a space for Frankie's jingle. Um, I'm sure I'll find a way to fix that situation. Um, but yeah, what can, what can I tell you? Oh, tungsten. And then, by the way, what are we going to talk about this week? Because it's probably worth bringing that up uh, eight minutes into the show. Um, I am going to, uh, I recorded my special. I filmed it. I filmed my special last week in um, Charleston, South Carolina, and uh, it went great. It went damn well. So uh, I'm super, super excited um, for you to see it. I'm going to talk more about that, talk about the experience, the process, and um, yeah, it's uh, it was an interesting show. did not go exactly the way I planned in a positive way, so um, I can't wait to tell you about that, and yeah. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, yeah, Tungsten. Oh, and then I, I might talk about uh, Turkey Day. Hi, everybody. My name's Bilbo Bustin, and I'm going to hear, I want to, I want to be here to tell you about Turkey Day. Now, by name, Bilbo, a lot of people think they got that from the uh, Lord of the Rings. As a matter of fact, they got it from the, the movie The Ring. That awful, awful siren climbing out of that damn drain. Shh. <laughs> Her name was Bilbo. <laughs> That's true. That is true. What if, can you imagine if you, so you watch, everyone's seen the ring, right? And that lady crawls out of the TV or the well, whatever the hell she's doing over there. And you, you're watching the ring and you're like, I do not remember the girl from the ring being called Bilbo. Also, what is she up to? Should we figure that out live? Um, but what if they were like it, you? But you rewatch. You're like, this is a little riff that Blake did. But then you go back and you watch the ring, and you just hear someone in the background just go, "Oh shit, it's Bilbo!" As that as she like crawls out of a, a, a Game Boy. Um, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. We need to find her. What was it called? The ring. The rang. Did you rang? Have you rang? What is that? You rang. That's from Adam's family. Have you met my friend Adam's family? The Ring. Do you think, here's a question. Do you think Bilbo from The Ring um, has had a successful career after climbing out of that sewage ditch? Or do you think she hasn't done much? Is her name Rachel? Who's the girl in The Ring crawling out of the thing? Who's Rachel? Who is the actress? I, this is like not easy to figure out for some reason. Okay, so here's here's what I'm going through right now. Um, I'm on the the ring. What is happening? So I'm on the ring, and Naomi is that her name? So there's someone named Naomi Watts, and there's someone named Naomi Campbell. I don't understand that at all. Who is the girl from the ring? I'm so sorry, everybody. We were flowing. We were flowing, and I was showing. Who is the girl in the Xfinity commercial? What is that? You know, that's like probably some sort of perverted question. In the ring. Samara. Oh, she's an antagonist. Would you even call that girl an antagonist? I don't remember the name of... Who's the creepy girl in the ring? It's Samara Morgan. Interesting. Okay, let's figure out if she's done anything. Samara Morgan. 
Shakira, Shakira. Samara Morgan. Why don't I just search it, Blake? Hold on. And we are back. Okay, so I figured it out. So it, Samara Morgan was the name of the thing in the drain, okay? In the ring. I'm sorry. I honestly can't believe I went down this, okay? So it's her name's Dave Chase is actually the name of the actress. Samara Morgan was the name of the girl in the ditch. Now, she, we are almost the same age, and I don't say that likely, lightly. So she was in Donnie Darko, and she played um, Rhonda in uh, Big Love, that HBO show. So she had a very, very prominent role in that. Rhonda, if you remember, was a real real pain in the ass like that girl in that show she was a prickly pear if i may say so myself who knew what shot what side she was on she got a little scared at one point now that's so funny i have to like stop this podcast right after 40 minutes and i've spent i spent a whole lot of time trying to figure out who that was um so we're up against it we're up against a hard break hi i'm blake i'm up against a hard blake right now actually i don't like that joke well that's actually referring to my abs um since we last spoke it's been let's see this has been the longest i've gone i feel like without recording this um seven eight days because i recorded on monday last week i usually record on tuesdays as the as entertainment tonight has covered um so uh Anyway, I don't know how I got on that subject. Oh, that uh, girl's name was Bilbo. And also, Tungsten. So I got a Tungsten ring. Now, some of you... So Tungsten is not... I don't know if it's not a metal. I don't know what it is. But um, for when I'm wed, um, it's... I like that it's gray. I didn't... For some reason, I didn't want a gold ring. Because um, I don't like them. And then that's the reason. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know. No, I love them is the crazy thing. But for some other reason, I didn't get one. Um, so I wanted to get a tungsten one because I like the gray. And, of course, it's also the cheapest one. So I'm like, should I just get a nice platinum ring, you know, to really dial up the cash? Um, but tungsten, you can't cut off. It, the material is too hard where gold you can cut through quite easily if there's an emergency but tungsten you can't so i got a little nervous but then i went on youtube and i was looking like how the fuck do you get a tungsten ring off in an emergency and what you do you put it in either a wrench or a vice and you just make it like you push it i'm trying to think of what the right you constrict it right and then it actually shatters it doesn't um it doesn't bend does that make sense? So it shatters, and then it probably will cut your finger. However, um, if you have a tungsten ring, that's uh, that's good news for you. And I hope all my all the EMTs who listen to this show and nurses and doctors, I'm really glad that I was able to teach you something today. All right? Now, let's talk about... What the fuck is that noise? I swear to God, my fiance is rooting around in the trash again. Can I tell you an like an issue we've been having in our relationship? I'm I'm asleep, and I hear something downstairs, like cans falling down, and I I just hear a bunch of like you know stuff hitting the floor. I'm like, do we have an intruder? And I see the lights on, and I and I grab my uh, I grab the weapon that I have in my home, 
And I think I spent an entire podcast once talking about the weapons that I have in my home. And that's somehow the most sane I've been. That's ba- that's back when the podcast was uh, on task. Um, you're off task. Isn't that a crazy way that teachers used to speak to you? You must remain on task. It's like, why don't you talk to me like a human being? What, what, what does that mean? uh Blake's in trouble because he was off task by the way I was never in trouble for that I was always on task so this is coming from someone who was always on task which means I think it means more so um just say like what what's a better thing to say oh you're off task just like um you're not listening you're not listening or or you're not hearing me I think that's good Uh, somebody's been going to therapy but anyway I hear a rustling downstairs I grab my weapon I'm coming down to try to figure out what's going on. I'm like, is it a crazy? Is it is a maniac downstairs? What is downstairs? And I get down there, and Lowe's bake and Lowe's and Home Depot's behold. My fiance's on her hands and knees, face covered in coffee grounds and barbecue sauce. She's got a fucking like like a half eaten chicken wing in her mouth, and I says, "What the hell are you doing?" And she quickly puts on a mask, like one of those black, like, like burglar masks. And I'm like, are you trying to rob us, sweetheart? And she goes, no, I'm a raccoon. And I was like, uh, no, you're not. And I've heard of night terrors. I've heard of sleepwalking. I've even heard of sleep running. I haven't heard of that. Oh, my God. Can you imagine someone sleep? Could you imagine? <laughs> Someone, can you imagine being at one end of the room, seeing your significant other, their eyes are shut, and then they just come sprinting at you? <laughs> God, I don't know what it is about that stuff. I I don't know, like night terrors. I think it's just absurd human behavior it makes me laugh so damn hard. It makes me laugh so hard. Like, the idea of just seeing someone who's not in control. That's that's what it is, too. I love seeing someone who's clearly not in control is one of the funniest things. That's why I think temper tantrums are hilarious. That's why I think, like, drunk people are hilarious. I think people making – people behaving in a way that they ought not behave while they're out of control is so funny to me. Just, imagine, just like, hey, uh, sweet, are you okay? And then they just start rutting at you. What do you do? Here's what I would do. God, that's interesting. Is that even possible? Because when you're sleepwalking, you're probably picturing a reality. So would they have to think that you're in there? <laughs> that you're... They'd probably have to think in there... Okay, so here's here's what I think is happening. No, This is no bit right now. If someone was to sprint at you in their sleep, right? They would probably be, be dreaming that they're sprinting at something, correct? However... This is when my strategy comes in. I would imagine if even if they do see me as something that they're sprinting at in their dream, I would imagine that they're not also imagining the layout and the environment in which they are in, right? So if they see something that they want to rush and attack, right? And like, like, let's say it's like an evil like soldier or something. <laughs> an evil soldier. That's the best I could come up with. A soldier? No, 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 no. An evil soldier. Say it's an evil soldier, okay? And and my fiance thinks I'm the evil soldier, and she charges me. I wouldn't run 
because I would imagine that in her mind, the layout, like there's, it's probably clear, you know, and doesn't see the hurdles. So I imagine she's just trip and fall. But in that case, maybe I'd want to rush towards her and catch her. Because it's so funny, in my mind, in this scenario, default, she's an enemy. And I should help her. But it's still her. You know, she just thinks I'm um, some sort of fucking evil soldier. Anyway. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to drink some water. And then I'm going to tell you about uh, my comedy special. All right? We will be right back. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, baby, baby. <clears throat> okay, and we are back. So, um, I, uh, well, here, let's let's do it. I think I may have talked a little bit about this um, when I first announced it, but for those of you who are just tuning in, um, Thursday of last week, November 18th, 2021, I, record, uh, I filmed my first ever stand-up comedy special in Charleston, uh, South Carolina. I've done millions of other ones, just not in Charleston. No, I'm kidding. I've, I've always like actually struggled with the grammar of that. Um, I uh, filmed my first ever stand-up comedy special, and it was filmed in Charleston, South Carolina at Theater 99. And I did refrain from making a joke of saying, uh, hey, uh, if I haven't um, been to theaters 1 through 98, can I still perform with this one? <laughs> what if I, if I made that joke? Because it's a hack joke, meaning like that joke's been done a thousand times in a thousand situations. How could I make it not hack? If I was like, hey, um, if I, uh, quick question before I start the special. Um, if I haven't performed at theaters one through 98, can I still perform here? And then I start crawling around on the stage and I start like my scratch post. I did have a scratch post on stage for when I was feeling itchy. Um, I like crawl over the scratch post and just start scratching myself on it. Um, I, uh, so yeah, filmed it there. And, um, why theater 99? So, uh, my, um, family lives in Charleston, South Carolina. They moved down there from Philly a long time ago and, um, 40, uh, 40,000 years ago. And, um, my sisters worked there for quite some time. And, uh, just the people who run it are great. Um, and it is a really cool for comedy. It's perfect. It's basically almost, it basically has movie theater seating, which is awesome. Um, however, it's not too wide where, I think the seats are maybe 16 across at their longest and at their shortest, like maybe 10 um, seats, about a hundred. And um, yeah, we pretty much sold it out, which is awesome. And um, so it was, uh, it was perfect that way. The background was really cool. Now I did consider filming. So just, I guess like, uh, I don't even know where the hell to start here. So I'll get to the standup aspect of it in a second. But, um, so I paid for the special myself and the goal is to sell it. So, you know, maybe like Netflix will buy it. Probably not. Almost definitely not. Um, Comedy Central might buy it. That's a possibility. Um, other platforms could buy it. Um, however, that's all up to me because I own it. And, um, worst case scenario, I put it on YouTube and uh, everybody gets to see a, uh, a great representation of what I do, uh, stand-up-wise, because I don't have a lot of great video out there. And it was really, really important to me to be like, okay, um, 
since people don't go to show like so it's just for people in either whether they're fans or you know people in the entertainment industry just to be like oh that's Blake Wexler's stand up i love it or that's Blake Wexler's stand up no thank you but at least this is undeniable you know and um another reason why i chose it there is uh so because i was producing it um, with my friend Jeremy, who's like incredible, and uh, he was do it. He directed it. Um, also, did one of the cameras. Like so, because I was paying for all this myself. You know, when you watch a comedy special, um, like say, like I just watched Michael Chase special. Um, I believe they probably had like seven or eight cameras, maybe like between seven to ten cameras. I had four. Which is still more than some of you know, the comedy specials now. You're seeing a lot of them come out online. And a lot of them are uh, filmed in comedy clubs. And some of them look very good. Um, I noticed that a lot of specials shot in comedy clubs do not look good. And I think that that's a combination. I don't think, you know, all comedy clubs look bad for comedy specials. I mean, this is a, this is a bad, there's a weird reference, but Louis C.K., um, he recorded one at the Comedy Store in Los Angeles, and that special, though uh, recorded by uh, not a good human being, excuse me, hold on, that looked really cool. So I think stylistically, you can definitely pull it off in a comedy club. It's just more difficult, I think, because honestly, a lot of comedy clubs are not made creatively, you know, like some of them can look really, really cool. Others uh, look like shit. So, you know, I wanted to find the right space and I wanted to find a space that like, you know, no one's ever done it in before. You know, like I've seen specials in comedy clubs. I've seen specials in stadiums. I've seen specials in this place, that place. But I've never seen one in a little theater that looked like that before. And um, I was really, really excited about it. And just working with the people there, uh, Brandy and Greg. So it's owned by... um, two uh, amazing improvisers, uh, you know, amazing improvisers. Um, uh, it's uh, Brandy, Greg, and then um, Sean, who uh, works in the sound booth, is uh, Brandy's husband. Um, they basically run the show there, and they were so easy to work with. And I wanted to find people who were easy to work with because while I have 16 years of stand-up as a – sorry, 16 years of stand-up, 16 years – excuse me, of experience as a stand-up, I don't have as much... I've never made a comedy special before. I've, like, directed promos and, you know, like, commercials, and I've written a ton of shit and, you know, like, blah, 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 but I, I've never done it with stand-up before. Um, so I, I just wanted the whole process to be easy as possible, and they did that. And, um, you know, my, my sister, Amanda Camera, like, my friend Emily, who... Um, I met this past year. She did a camera. Like my friend, my sister's friend did a camera. Like I, it was really cobbling it together, and it worked, which is so fun. And everyone was so sweet and supportive. So that was the thing too. I think that made it work so well is doing it at a very like a, a venue that's incredible with people who are incredible who weren't taking it for granted and wanted it to work. You know, so. Um, yeah, it was, uh, the production aspect really worked. It just looked all, I I can't believe how cool it looked. Like it looked, they hung, um, these nice lights 
from the top, you know, like not, not ring, string lights, I guess you would call them. And uh, that looked amazing. The whole thing, I'm so excited for you to see it. Like that is a thing that exceeded expectations in a really, really big way, how cool it looked. Um, and then, uh, you know, I shot it, uh, we shot it on a Thursday night and cause it's interesting. Like I do deal with some limitations in that, um, I can only sell, I'm only so big of an act that I can only sell out so many shows in so many cities. Hold on. Let me take up. Oh, great. The, the heat's on, which means my voice is going again. Hold on that I can only sell uh, so many tickets in so many cities. So when I was trying to, uh, I mean, I just gave you a million readers. That, what I had there in The Incredible People, um, I didn't have anywhere else, and it looked amazing. So those were the two most important things. And it also was in a city that I knew I could sell tickets in. Um, I perform in Charleston. I, I like Before COVID, I would do it once a year when I was going back for Christmas so I could write off my flights. And... <laughs> and um, so I knew I had some sort of a following there. And um, also, I, uh, what was I going to say? Um, so it was between there, I thought about Minneapolis, um, thought about, you know, there's LA, San Diego, Philly, Boston. And those are really the cities that I know I can sell tickets in. Um but Philly, I've performed so much here. I, I just don't know. I, I think everyone who's come to see me has seen me. You know, like hundreds of people have come to see me do stand-up so far. Not to brag. Um, <laughs> that uh, the rest of it would have been too tough. And, you know, it uh, Raleigh, I guess I could have done too. But just everything just came together in Charleston. And um, it's just a fun you know, like liberal city in the South, which I think was like the perfect vibe for an audience, you know, like a liberal Southern city is as a stand up with my sensibilities, like perfect, you know, cause they, uh, yeah, I, you know what? I don't want to speak for them. I, I, I think it's really fun doing comedy there where you're almost like a tighter knit group because of, uh, because of like the geography there. So it was great. And, um, you know, I, I haven't seen it yet. I watched a few minutes, uh, a few clips, and the laughs are really loud, um, which, which sounds like a given. But, yeah, I did. Uh, I, I was on. Um, there was one thing that I was worried about, and that is, um, so walking in, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I don't want to tell too many. Don't tell too many people this, because this is, um, I kind of want this to be a surprise on the special, but... Um, so as a stand-up comedian, you always um, – I don't like watching the audience too much, you know, because I don't want to let the audience dictate to me what I do. I want to dictate to the audience, you know. Um, and I think when I first started as a stand-up comedian, um, I would be like, oh, my God, what's the audience laughing at? Should I – oh, I'll do that. I'll do this. I'll do that. But now I think I'm confident enough where it's like, no, I'll, I'll tell you. And uh, I know – what I'm doing and then if it doesn't work well then it's just not gonna work <laughs> you know so <laughs> little nice laugh Blake tell us more of your takes um so am I, am I like am I getting anything correct hold on hold on hold on baby okay cool so um what was I saying laughter laughter damn near killed her 
Um, that's the name of the special, by the way. No, I'm kidding. So you often look at the audience or like when I look at an audience before, I would try to say like, oh, they're chatty. I want to be prepared for that. You know, like I, I have different tricks that I can do to make an audience. And when, when I mean chatty, an audience can just be like, oh, they're just talkative. Like they're not heckling you. They just, it could be after a joke. They'll be like, oh yeah, that reminds me. Oh my God, that's so Jennifer. And Jennifer is like, oh yeah, remember when Bob did that? And it's like, no, 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 don't do that. Listen to the rest of the show. There's more jokes coming. Stop doing that. And it's not done maliciously. It's just done, you know? Or, oh, there's someone who's calling out. I might come up with a line for that person. You know, like I'll be like, oh, okay, if this person yells out, this is what I'm going to say to them. And if they're mean, then I'll be a little mean. And if they're just clueless, then I will be very calm and informative. You know, like, hey, um, just so you know, this is like like a, a show. Like, oh, wait, like, you know, you, you may not think I, I try to give those people the benefit of the doubt, you know, make it seem like, oh, hey, like, don't don't worry about it. It's OK. You know, like you probably didn't know how loud you were being, but just, you know, it is a little loud and it's kind of distracting. But like you're not a bad person. Just I'm just letting you know or it's all good. You know, th- that's often what I'll say to an audience member um, unless they are malicious or unless they clearly will not get it. And um, I would say I should have I should have seen this coming where I did see it coming and I came up with a line where there was a, a, a party of like four or five and it was someone had walked in and she was wearing a sash that said uh, dirty 30 on it, which is not good. Um, and it was her birthday party and they were drunk as hell. And I had to come up. Uh, I had to say something. During the first five and a half minutes after my best joke of the entire special, I had to interrupt the end of it um, to tell these people to stop talking. Uh, but I did. And um, <clears throat> it was uh, it was very funny. And honestly, I'll pat myself on the back. I did a very good job there of not being too mean, but also uh, getting the job done. And they... Um, they weren't as big. I mean, they kept talking throughout the show, but like, I think I ignored them and did a good job with it. But you know, it did uh, for a while. I uh, I put them down. So I, I did I did bring them to a veterinarian and uh, I left them in a cage there and I said, "Do not resuscitate." And um, they are they're stuffed. How amazing would that be? By the way, I'm not. Hold on, let me have another sip. God, this. Does anyone listening? So I have ever since the heat's been on in my house. My throat, my my voice has been going. Can somebody please explain that to me? Hmm? I'm actually being dead serious. What do I do? Is it a filter issue? This is no bit. This is a serious question. What could be causing, because I do have allergies, but I'm taking my allergy meds. What could be causing my voice to get a, get a little scratchy? So um, itchy and scratchy. That was a thing, right? Who knows? Can I tell you something? I cannot tell if I'm like overweight or underweight right now. And that's the last sincere thing I'll ever say. So what was I saying? Um, but yeah, and I, I think it's a thing. At first, I was like really angry that um, someone would talk during my special, you know, because here's the thing. if I don't know, but I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt here where if I went to something and um i'm like oh like this is a party night comedy show means party night it doesn't but i can understand i can understand how someone would make that mistake you know but i think once if i was talked to once and 
someone said don't do like hey like don't do that and they were being nice i would be mortified you know if someone was like hey this is actually like a really big deal so like can can you not like do that right now like can you wait like an hour or something i would be like oh my god i am so so sorry i would be so mortified i would leave honestly i would be apologizing on my way out i would feel so mortified you know like i remember uh, at one point i was at a concert and I took a picture during the concert and there were no pictures. And someone came up to me and was like, hey, no pictures. And I was drunk as hell. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, so I get it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's interesting afterward. Like, I was just trying so hard not to be angry. So um, I'm glad that did not show through. Can you imagine you watch the special? I'm just, like, grinding my teeth. Like, bits, like, pieces of my teeth are just falling out of my mouth as I'm talking. Um, but, yeah, no, other than that. It was uh it was smooth. Hour of comedy, did my best of. Um and <clears throat> so you know too, uh almost all the jokes that I've done appeared on jeez, God, this heat. Hold on one sec, my boys, hold on. Nearly all the jokes um that I've done in this album I've done before. Um how and the reason why I'm doing that, so you know. So if you um are have been sweet enough to buy my albums in the past um oh, well that's good i think my uh throat just made the strangest noise it sounded like it was birthing a gila monster a gila monster i don't know what it's called do lizards have gills i believe they d- <clears throat> i believe they do all right well somebody has to call their landlord after this because i it's not really that important for me to speak right that's not important to my career so um what was i saying a gila monster Oh, oh, so, um, yeah, if you bought my stuff in the past, this special will likely be free, whether it's on Comedy Central, whether it's on YouTube. So, um, if you've bought my album in the past when this thing comes out and for some reason it's only on Amazon Prime or something, you have to pay for it, just send me a screen grab of your purchase, previous purchase, and I'll send it to you for free, okay? Because <clears throat> I want you to see it too. But the reason why I did it that way is that this is uh, this special is for people who haven't seen me before. Like I said earlier, it's um, for as long as I've been doing it, this is for the audience that hasn't found me yet. Um, and even though like I'm so, like I'm obviously the most appreciative of anybody who listens to this, I mean, good Lord. I, by the way, I should do another low T. Whoever wants to do it, huh? We'll do a low T for everybody. All right. <clears throat> um. So what was I gonna say? Um. But anyway, yeah. So uh, this is for people. This is to take another to to bring more people to my stand up in a way that audio can't. Does that make sense? So anyway, I'm so excited for you all to see it, and um. I didn't really get to Thanksgiving, did I? Huh? Did I? Um, but yeah, afterwards, it was just really, really, really cool. I'm trying to think what else. Um, oh, oh, here's another thing. So I've been doing sets in Philly. And I, I honestly did one in New York, too. Okay, let me take one more sip of water. Guys, I'm so sorry this is happening again. <clears throat> can you can you imagine (laughs) your dentist asks you to gargle water you you just start yelling help me at the top of your lungs um uh what was i saying uh oh yeah so 
there's a thing I've been doing in infil- where like this podcast, which is when I just free associate and riff the whole time, has infected my act. This podcast, which is a virus, um, it's it's I don't know if it's terminal, but it's it's certainly not benign. Um, has trickled into my act. Where in the middle of my act, I'll start free associating off my jokes. And I would say nine times out of ten, it's awesome. Like, it's so much fun. The audience gets a kick out of it. The other 10% of the time, they're like, I don't know what this is. This is not for me. I don't know who this is for. But uh, it's really, really fun. It's a great mix of, like, improv and stand-up. But I was wondering how much I would do that for the special because... Riffing is something that I'm really, really, I, I think that's one of my talents, one of my three talents. Um, all, some people are like, oh, she's a great mother and hard worker and, you know, like a brilliant chemist, you know, like and all these other things. For me, it's like, oh, I riff well. <laughs> I riff very well. So, um, but I was like, you know, I'm used to seeing comedy specials that are so tight, like there's no improv in them whatsoever. And I'm like... God, will will me improvising on stage play well? Because in front of a long uh, a live audience, improv does really really well because it's in the moment, you know. But by virtue of watching a recording of something, it's not in the moment anymore. It's after the fact, and you weren't involved while you were there, so you're outside the moment. So if it's not as funny as the written word, improv improv does not play as well. Does that make sense? It was very, very inside uh, baseball there, but I hope you found that interesting. So, but that being said, it's like, God, I don't want to do totally scripted or totally all written jokes because, um, I mean, that's like kind of tying one of my hands behind my back, one of my comedic hands. So, um, my metacomedic, my metacarsals, that didn't work. Uh, (laughs) didn't work. That's the name of the special. Didn't work. No, thanks. Um, but yeah, I think there was just the right amount of riffing. So while uh, I think all but two jokes I've performed before, there is some riffing in there um, that nobody's ever seen before as well uh, that I think you'll really like. So when's it going to come out? I have no idea. I don't know. Um, next step, uh, you know, going to take a, gonna take th- <clears throat> Thanksgiving away from it. And then after that, hold on, guys, one more. Yikes. I promise I will have this fixed by the next podcast. This is terrible. Um, what was I saying? Jeez, guys, I am so sorry about my voice. Um, no bit. But yeah, uh, so next step, we'll edit it, <clears throat> then um, pitch it around, and uh, worst comes to worst, I'll uh, just release it on my own YouTube, and uh, you all can watch it, okay? Um, but that being said, I'll make sure everybody sees it who needs to see it. And, uh, and that's it. If you're in Philly at some point, we'll have a little, a little release party for it. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's my full report on the special. Okay. I adore all of you. Seriously. I appreciate, um, all of you more now than ever just for putting up with all my insanity and, uh, whether or not what I'm doing is technically comedy or not. I really appreciate that. Um, patrons, I know I missed uh, your bonus take on Friday. I was uh, I was flying back from the special and um, just totally beaten down. But um, I will uh, I'll make it up to you this Friday. And um, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. All right, don't uh, don't eat too much turkey. You might fall asleep. <laughs> okay, I'm just messing around. Bye, everybody. Play. 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 Play.
Blake Wexler. Blake Wexler. Blake, Blake, Blake Wexler. Blake Wexler. Blake, Blake, Blake Wexler. Blake Wexler. Blake.